the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live on a Monday afternoon. Thank you for joining me once again. Please, 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 if you have not voted early, voted absentee. Get to the polls tomorrow and vote. I am voting yes on issue one. Don't believe the disinformation and the downright lies. This whole thing of one person, one vote, it will be destroyed if issue... No, 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 no. Nothing. Zero. Nothing will happen to one person, one vote. How can any reasonable person believe that by raising the threshold to amend the Constitution from a, a simple majority to to 60%, that that somehow impacts one person, one vote? One person still has one vote. Okay, I'm you know I'm not going to go any further. I've given you my reasoning. Uh, the Constitution should be hard to amend. Take a look. If you have just a few minutes, take a look at the organizations that are opposing Issue One. Uh, the ACLU, many of the uh, many of the labor unions, the teachers' union. Take a look at what it takes to amend their either their constitution or their bylaws. Whatever their their governing document is. They either have a constitution or bylaws or whatever. Take a look. Almost all of them, it takes at least 60% to amend their founding document. So anyway. Uh, it's just so important. As I said, the out-of-state people have spent four times the amount of money uh, to oppose issue one as those who support it. All right, I, I, I've just got to deal with something. One of the foundational, fundamental doctrines of evangelical Christianity is the deity of Christ. There are many fundamental doctrines. There are a lot of peripheral doctrines. The mode of baptism. Okay, one time backwards, three times face forward, sprinkling, whatever. There are arguments about that is not a fundamental foundational doctrine. Church uh, government Elder-led, trustee-led, deacon-led, majority-led, you know, whatever. Those those are important. 
Those are not fundamental doctrines. One of the most fundamental doctrines in evangelical Christianity is the deity of Christ. That Christ is God, God is Christ, and that there is a trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, co-equal, co-eternal. None of them created. None of them. Co-equal, co-eternal. This is one of the doctrines that is under the greatest attack in evangelical Christianity today. This is a doctrine that has been battled about and for throughout the history, throughout the history of the Church, and it is absolutely essential to Bible-believing Christianity. And the Bible is not ambiguous about the deity of Christ and the fact that there is a trinity. I heard a nationally syndicated conservative talk show host, not on a Christian station, more a political, a nationally syndicated host, conservative, and claims to be a Christian and is very open about his Christianity, his love for Jesus, and so forth. I heard him recently take 30 full minutes, a full half hour, attacking the doctrine of the Trinity and the deity of Christ. And I'm thinking, now, first of all, this is a political program. What in the world are you doing this? And he is not just disagreeing. He is attacking the deity of Christ and the Trinity and saying, how could any reasonable person believe that Jesus was God? Well, excuse me, Jesus is God. Another way that this doctrine is being attacked is the rising acceptance of Mormonism. Now, this troubles me deeply, folks, how Mormonism is trying to mainstream themselves into the family of evangelical Christianity. Now, if you study this, and, you know, I've told you this over and over again, I am not an expert on anything. But when it comes to Mormonism, I know quite a bit because I've studied it quite a bit. My dad was a Mormon. My great uncle was one of the 70. If you know anything about Mormonism, that is as high as a layperson can get in the Mormon church, the 70. Nationwide, that's as high as a layman could get. My great uncle was one of the 70 at one time. I've spent an enormous amount of time and research into Mormonism. And I want you to know something. Mormonism is not Christian. Let me give you a little history lesson, all right? For most of the history of the Mormon Church, now they reject Mormonism now. They want to be called Church of Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For most of their history, they were very, very happy to be called Mormons. Because most of their history, Mormons did not want to be accepted as 
Christians. They were different. They were separate. They were unique. They were the only one true religion. All other people who called themselves Christians were apostates. They were false. And they were loud and proud. We are the only ones. We are. Joseph Smith taught that. The founder of Mormonism taught it. We're the only true branch of Christianity. Everyone else who calls themselves Christians are false. And that's what they taught for decades until something happened around the Salt Lake City Olympics years ago. The Salt Lake City Olympics. Now, whether Mitt Romney had anything to do with this or not, I don't know. He was pretty high up in the Mormon church. He ran the, uh, he bailed out the, uh, the Salt Lake City Olympics during and after the Salt Lake City Olympics, the Mormon Church had a complete paradigm shift. In a short period of time, they went from, don't call us just other Christians. No, 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 everybody else is false. We're the only one true. They, they turned, they pivoted to, hey, we're just a part of the Christian family. We want to be accepted with other Christians. You know, there are Lutherans and and Baptists and Presbyterians and Mormons. The first time that they wanted to be accepted. Another change. They have some really, really, really weird and bizarre beliefs. I mean, really strange and bizarre far more in line with science fiction than the Bible. Before the Salt Lake City Olympics, they were loud and proud about those things. All of a sudden, they were hidden. When the Internet became popular, you could go to their website and you could find all of these weird, bizarre doctrines. Oh, they're hidden now. Oh, they still believe it. They just don't talk about it publicly. Because I'm telling you, they're they're weird. They're strange. They believe that any individual can actually become a god and have their own planet to rule over. All right, I'm a minute over. Let me take a break, and I'll come back, and I'll continue. It is not true that Mormonism is just another Christian denomination. The Jesus they serve is not the Jesus of the Bible, and I will prove it to you when we return. Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I, I'm, I'm really going to have to speed up. I, I could go on a long time about this. Bottom line: the Jesus of Mormonism is not the Jesus of the Bible. They are not one and the same. Not even close. The Jesus of Mormonism was the spirit child of the Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother. 
God, according to Mormonism, was a man who grew into Godhead. The Mormons do not believe in a trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus was the spirit child, again, of a heavenly father and a heavenly mother who at one time were humans. God is not eternal. Jesus is not eternal. There is no trinity. Mormons believe that there are thousands of gods. Our God, Jehovah, is just the God of the earth. There may be thousands of gods at other planets all over the universe. They also believe that Jesus had a brother by the name of Lucifer. Yeah. Okay. What does the Bible, and I'm going to have to go really quick. What does the Bible say about the deity of Jesus? John 1, one, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus was the Word. Jesus was God. Verse 14, we be, and the Word became flesh, and we beheld his glory. John 20.28, 20, Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. John 8.58, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am the perpetual present tense, we could call it. He was always. Colossians 2.9, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead, that's the Trinity, bodily. Philippians 2, 6, Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Hebrews 1, 8, But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God. This is speaking of Jesus. But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. 1 Corinthians 10, And did all eat the same spiritual meat, did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Titus chapter 2, verse 13, looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Colossians 1.15, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Jesus, the invisible God. Old Testament prophecy, Isaiah 9.6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. Revelation 1.8, speaking of Jesus, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which was and which is and was and which is to come, the Almighty. Revelation 5.14, the four beasts said, Amen. The four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him, Jesus, that liveth forever and ever, the eternality of Jesus Christ. Uh, Romans chapter 14, But why dost thou judge thy brother? Why dost thou set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Jesus, the judgment seat of Christ, 
being equated to God. Again, Old Testament prophecy, Isaiah 45, Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. A prophetic reference to Jesus. For I am God, and there is none else. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth, and righteousness and shall not return, that unto me every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall swear. 1 Timothy 3.16, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. That's the virgin birth of Jesus. And then here's the clincher. Colossians 1.16, speaking of Jesus, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Jesus was not the spirit child of a man who became God. He created all things, everything in the universe, according to Colossians 1.16, was created by Jesus. John 17, 5, And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, and the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Colossians 1, 18, He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Philippians 2, 9 and 10, Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that if the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And uh, one more, Isaiah 44, 6, again a prophecy concerning Jesus. Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, I am the last, and beside me, prophetic reference to Jesus, Beside me, there is no other God. And there are more. Now, why is that so important? Because 2 Corinthians 11.4, Paul warned that there would come those who would present another Jesus. Another Jesus. And Paul warned. Don't follow. Don't, don't, don't. It's wrong. It's false. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.